0: Have you ever cast an ink shield while playing Commander in the back of a Ford F-150 while you're driving down a mountain going 150 miles an hour? That's what it's like to listen to Bad at Magic podcast.
1: (laughs) This is Bad at Magic. We're we're bad at magic, but we like getting better.
0: And we're bad at intros too, apparently. But... (laughs) listen we have an ubu rar xd one tucked away under our belts just in case you know rainy day a rainy day intro but yes lovely people this uh week we are going to be talking about our new year's resolutions for ourselves as magic players because we're always growing and changing in our experiences especially when it comes to um how we interact with others how we interact with our decks our play styles our experiences fun goofy shenanigans such as that
1: so I guess that begs the question, did you have New Year's resolutions from last year?
0: Um, because I did. I'm going to be extremely honest. I think I blacked out the entirety of this year, so I don't remember.
1: This has been the longest decade ever. I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're still in 2018.
1: My my biggest New Year's resolution from last year mm-hmm. was to cast a blue card.
0: <laughs> I, I, are you serious?
1: I'm like That's dead real? serious. That's yeah, real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at 100. percent.
0: Well, you, I mean, you did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took a 30 minute thousand year storm turn. I think yeah. I've cast enough blue cards for a lifetime.
0: At this yeah, time. I remember that too. That was, those were dark times. Those were dark and scary times. <laughs>
1: that that was that was a dark 30 minutes for all of us, including me. It
0: was. Me. It was great though. We got to riff. We got to riff and chat. Yes. It was great.
1: You you got to hang out and vibe while I like had a migraine thinking about how to actually do something with thousand year storm for 15.
0: Well, I feel like that's, that's what happens when like a big stompy green player like yourself wants to do like the, the intricacies of like blue spells. Cause when you want to do something intricate, you go, well, I want to do it big. So you, you do it intricately big, which is insane. I was going to
1: say like, when a big stompy green player wants to play blue what are they going to do they're going to play big stompy blue and mm-hmm. that naturally just either lends yourself to extra turns or a thousand year storm and i yeah. wasn't about to take extra turns so yeah. here we are
0: honestly a mood and a half i think it's i think it's really funny that your your past one was to play a blue spell cuz like i i play i play all colors like i have a five color I deck i
1: don't i still don't the only blue deck that I have right now is mm-hmm. is Celebrity Deathmatch. I was
0: about to say, you have blue in there. I know you do.
1: Yeah, I but I have, like, placed a bigger <clears throat> emphasis on blue in the deck compared to where the deck was at at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, that's that happy medium that I found. So, like, I feel like I fulfilled the resolution by the end of the year. It just yeah. was a tumultuous journey to get here.
0: Yeah. it I... I I feel that because I, I have a very weird relationship with blue. Like I play blue. A lot of my decks have blue in it. I have um like locust god. I have five color Sissé.
1: You have the chicken baby in in Cisse.
0: Chicken baby. It took me a minute. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I have Kira Great Glass Spinner, which is I like to describe as a floating blue rotisserie chicken in the sky. Um, but in an embryo, so it's a baby. Um I do have that, which is is it weird that I don't see that as me technically playing a blue spell because I don't play it? I just put it.
1: There's a nuance. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that point on a technicality.
0: Thank you. Um, that'd be so great if I just did that for the rest of the year for 2023. Is instead of like, you know, casting things. I'm like, well, technically, I didn't cast anything because I put it into play. So
1: yeah, if we're talking about counter spells or anything like that, like a tech- rule of law technically gets around that. You're not casting it, so. Why?
0: I'm glad you mentioned counter spells. I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like to play them. I've been getting a lot of um a lot of interest from my chat on my stream about uh, why I don't run counter spells. And I always say I don't like to run them cuz I don't like to I don't like it when my stuff gets countered, so I don't want to counter somebody else's stuff. But like sure. at a certain point, logistically it makes sense to counter things. You know.
1: To be fair, like a counter spell is definitely like a piece of removal. It's uh, removal on the stack rather than removal in play
0: I, I suppose that's true that's true
1: and and we like we've had this discussion like you want to play more removal at times or like yeah. play more interaction, and that seems like that seems like an avenue that you could explore
0: it's I don't know. is it weird that you reframing it as removal makes me more inclined to play it?
1: yeah, because no, it's not weird.
0: Because you know how I feel, and I I don't I don't like to do like very heavy instant and sorcery things in terms of like, um, like spell slingery stuff. I don't like to do it, like especially I don't know It's stuff like that just doesn't bring me joy. So so I don't really
1: so like, are you gonna try and build a spell slinger deck next year?
0: <sighs> I've brewed them on stream before, but here's the deal: I brew them with like a begrudging feeling in my soul. Sounds a little heavy. you're you're
1: here for the content you're here in in the words of marshawn lynch you're here so you don't get fined (laughs)
0: yeah it's like it's like i build it because uh i've had some some viewers recommend it, and they're really excited about a new card or something they get really excited like a really good example was like um oh my gosh Gearson from the warhammer decks which is like to quote unquote like a lightning bolt tribal sort of thing and i didn't really want to do that
1: i would think that that's the one that you would want to build to be honest
0: no I didn't I was I I a lot of people were excited about it so I brewed it and like that's the thing is like you know as a content creator especially when you you focus a lot on brewing you're definitely going to be brewing a lot of things more often than not that don't really spark joy in you um you're you're
1: you're doing it for numbers and just to have a consistent schedule
0: and also just to like you know like not make it so me focused because you know if I built the same thing over and over again who the heck would want to watch that that's boring yeah but um you know, sometimes I notice that I get, I get a little, like, tug in my chest. Again, like, we've talked about, like, the Marie Kondo way of deck building and things that don't bring joy and, and tug, and I just didn't want to do it. So I, I want to, like, get, get find a bit of a smoother transition into me brewing deck themes that don't particularly spark joy. I, w- I want to find the joy within it rather than being like, "Oh, shucks, we're doing Spellslinger again, you know?
1: Like, I look at Gearson in particular... Gearson is a burn deck that happens to be a spell slinger deck. Yeah, and you like burn. I do, I do. So it's a matter of perspective, really. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, a commander deck is gonna—it's f- gonna check multiple boxes. Yeah, it's just that most players put an emphasis on a particular box and kind of like push the others underneath the rug. Like uh, like I mentioned, Gearson is a burn deck mm-hmm. disguised as, as a Spell Slinger deck. My Primal Surge deck, it's all instants and spells and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. disguised as a creature deck. I just happen to be flashing in all of the creatures yeah. or cheating all of the creatures into play. It plays like a Spell Slinger deck. It just happens to be that instead of playing like Brainstorm or um, Cultivate and Kodama's Reach and stuff like that, I'm playing Wood Elves and mm-hmm. um, Reclamation Sage and everything like that at instant speed. I think it's just, it's just a matter of perspective or per- selecting a particular couple of cards mm-hmm. to curb an expectation um, or curb a stereotype that you might have towards a particular commander.
0: Yeah. Because I feel like there, there, there are moments where I, I look at a commander and I kind of, I kind of tend to view it very narrowly, and it takes me a minute to kind of get, um, sort of outside the bigger picture of things. Like I look at a commander, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely like a burn commander or, you know, a mm-hmm. tokens commander or whatever. But like, um, my Kadric deck, like I, uh, it was in a pre-con where you were making like a lot of copies of legendary creatures and a lot of copies of legendary enchantments and yeah. legendary equipment to get high value from that. Um, but I was like, well, what if I did <laughs> the least optimal choice and, <laughs> and chose planeswalkers? Um, and it, it it turned it into a concept that normally I would probably not be into, and it made it into something I did want to do. So that does make sense. I, and in the same vein as counterspells too, like if you view counterspells as removal, it makes me feel less icky. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm the type of player like I am not one to enjoy a stack stack. But I love playing bears decks, and to some people, a bears deck is mm-hmm. a stacks deck. It's just stacks attached to creatures. Yes, and that kind of kind of leads me to like one of my my New Year's resolutions for for next year. It's uh, play more instants and sorceries.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't do that a lot.
1: Don't just pick an effect that's attached to a creature and play yeah. the creature. Like play the instant, play the sorcery, like instead of playing Skyclave apparition, mm-hmm. like play more swords to plowshares or like mm-hmm. cut down or something like that like
0: yeah. You're you're a big on a stick person, you know? Yeah. You're like I want blank on a stick.
1: And see like I feel like you don't play a lot of creatures at all. And like I know we were talking about this before we started recording. You're like, yeah. "No, nah, that's not true." Don't no, like let the true. record show you don't play a lot of creatures.
0: What where's the what's the record? Where is the record?
1: The record is what I what I say right now. <laughs>
0: that's you can't that okay, that's not how things work in a court of law. You can't just be like what I say is fact. What are what are okay? What are some examples? Like I play a lot of planeswalkers, but I don't do a lot of like instants and sources. Planeswalkers
1: aren't creatures unless they are animated by Sarkin or Luxior.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Your Gitrog deck is very spell centric and land centric.
0: Mm-hmm. You're using
1: land based combos that are enhanced by enchantments like Squandered Resources. Yeah. To enable a large Insanguine or Torment of Hailfire. Okay. The most creature heavy git rock gets is like Lotus Cobra giving you an extra mana or two a turn like
0: well, Sisso's creature focused. Gotcha.
1: That's creature focused. how How many decks do you have built right now?
0: That is a dang good question. Um currently I want to say it's like six. Let's, let's okay, so count, you have um, one out in. of
1: six. So 16.6% of your decks are creature <laughs> okay, decks. Well, let's count. The so other 83.4% have... are spell-based decks.
0: We have Kadrick, Chandra, Alibu.
1: Super Friends, Super Friends, Artifacts.
0: Artifact creatures, though, but um, Gitchrog, uh Elminster. Land,
1: land um, um, Big Spell.
0: Lo- <laughs> Locust God and Sissé.
1: Locust God, Locus God is wheels spl- slash spells that happen to make creatures if Locust God is in play. I wouldn't call Locust God a creature deck.
0: I think the reason why I've tricked myself is a lot of the decks I make somehow make tokens in some fact. Like Kadrick makes a ton mm-hmm. of creature tokens. Locust God makes a ton of creature tokens. Um, Elminster makes creature tokens. That's three decks of mine that make a lot of yeah. tokens.
1: Even GitRog kind of makes creature tokens because you have um, Field of the Dead. I do. I do. Like you make pest tokens and stuff like that as well. Yeah. You should build an honest to goodness green creature deck in 2023.
0: Is it weird that when you say that, I actually felt a little like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) in my soul. I was like. What? I've been living a lie this whole time. Like if I don't, it's just, they need help. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do they protection. though
0: they do they do it's it's a good marriage I don't know I, I, I've, made a,
1: I've made a good brand I've made a good living this whole time like my entire career playing magic playing commander of, it's so, like playing nothing but creatures
0: I would feel so uncomfortable playing your your primal surge deck I feel when, like when we, ha- so when we hang when we
1: hang out in them. Philly or Minneapolis yeah. like I'm just don't bring any decks that whole we can bring Chandra that's it if I'm not there for some mm. reason, I will just send you Primal Surge in the mail Jesus. to play that whole weekend.
0: It's I don't know why that makes me uncomfortable. I just
1: because, because it's a lot of foils and a lot of expensive foils. It wasn't
0: even that. It's the content of playing creatures. <laughs> like, only not creatures. Because that deck is only creatures and, like, one non-creature.
1: What if we found every effect that's on a spell, like an instant or sorcery or mm-hmm. an enchantment or whatever... Put it on a stick, like put it on a creature with a power and a toughness. That's you, you, the idea behind the deck.
0: You throw in a lurking predator,s and you've got yourself a deal.
1: Use <laughs> s- this. This baby can fit so many creatures in it.
0: <laughs> Slaps. This bad boy can fit so many permanents.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, ninety nine permanents, but a uh, but a sorcery ain't one. Yep. Physical um,
0: discomfort, but. I guess I don't play a lot of creatures. You you play you play intense amount of
1: creatures. You you know what? Yeah. He, here's what you should do: build a primal yeah. surge deck. Like just just go all in, rip the bandaid off, and go all in and do it.
0: You know what? I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. I will build yeah. a primal surge deck, but the deck has to be um, greenless. Allow me to explain. Primal Surge is going to be the only green card in that deck.
1: Sure, yeah. I'm okay. going to have
0: no forests at all in the deck, but I'm going to have I'm going to have like ways to get green and generate green in the deck without like
1: Yavimaya. Yavimaya is technically not a forest.
0: I was thinking more or less the um, what's that one new card that makes uh sapperling, like Forest Dryad tokens?
1: Oh, oh awaken the woods.
0: Is it? I thought it was that equipment that oh that equipment gives plus XX. Would yeah, equal so to that, that's
1: um, like Titania's staff. There's a yeah. sorcery from Brothers War called "Awake in the Woods." Yeah, uh, X and two green create X green one one, uh, dryad creature tokens, which are four. Mm-hmm. So it makes it's uh dryad Arbor on an X spell.
0: Well, I was talking about Staff of Titania. And Staff of Titania, because okay. it gives you XX until end of turn. Well, not until end of turn, but XX where X is number four, so you control. And when it attacks, the equipped creature attacks, you create a 1 1 green forest, dryad, land creature token. Sure. So that card allows me to pl- like run, like, get green mana without making green, which I kind of want to yeah. see. I feel like that would be a way for me to enjoy it, is I put my own you, little twist you on could, it.
1: could You could play something like dryad or not dryad arbor like dryad arbor is technically colorless because it's a land creature i
0: mean technically
1: um yeah it's technicalities like you could play Yavimaya um chromatic lantern as another idea as well
0: uh-huh. that's true because i feel like if i do that i'll enjoy it more
1: there, there's also um the uh the most hype card ever according to the commercial uh, chromatic ornery ornery so it's a seven drop artifact that taps for five colorless, but it lets you spend mana as yeah. if it was any color.
0: Okay. I thought you said chromatic ornery. And I was like, yeah, what are you that... ornery about, dude? <laughs> I don't like green.
1: So like, what, what would your commander be? Like? like, Like, what would your other colors be? Would you go Simic, Bant, Naya? It, it's so like I feel like Boros is your comfort zone.
0: Here's the deal. You you mentioned all those things you mentioned. I don't know why green taints my enjoyment of things. Okay, taint is a strong word. But I, I find myself pulling back with intrigue and interest when you mention green. But you need to have green in the deck in order to yeah, that. Yeah, you so, can't
1: cast a spell without it.
0: I feel like because uh, Atraxa has green, but that's one one counters. That's boring.
1: I would make the argument that at that point you're getting into like salty goods.
0: Yidris? Maybe Yidris? Yidris has green, right? Yeah. I can do Yidris. Dude,
1: Cascade. Uh, Pri- Primal Surge Cascade is actually really fun. I could,
0: I could do that because that way I, I still get the, the enjoyment of, of free yeah. things. and.
1: At that point, you'd be playing Grixis Primal Surge.
0: I like Grixis. I have a Grixis deck. I can do Grixis.
1: That sounds weird. Like it's weird.
0: Let's do it. I'm into
1: it though. I'm so into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that.
1: With the 40k uh Grixis Break like that was Grixis Cascade. Like you have a ton of new support pieces from that.
0: I do. And it was weird to pilot because it was this weird amalgamation of demon tribal, but also mm-hmm. cascade. And there are some really good cascade pieces too. I mean, if I wanted to just be absolutely disgusting, I could do like Maelstrom Wanderer or something.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't want to get, like, super, super into the weeds, but, like, playing Primal Surge with black mm-hmm. does put training wheels onto Primal Surge because of yeah. cards like Razakath and yeah. um, Sidisi, Undead Vizier, and Witchcloth Talisman.
0: True. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Burning Run Demon and um, the, the three-drop, the guy that boasts... To do demonic tutor. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. His name is like Vargoth, I think. Vargoth. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Blood Sky Sire or something like that. Yeah. Black puts a bunch of training wheels on Primal Surge, so Mm -hmm. I would like implore you to like keep those out. But at the same time, like playing Primal Surge is the thing for the deck, so like adding some cards to like make Mm -hmm. sure that you can do the thing is perfectly reasonable.
0: Honestly, I don't really like doing tutors as much as I thought I used to. I mean, Sisay is is where I kind of get my 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 fill on tutor centric stuff because it's baked into the command zone. But past that, like, I don't really run tutors if I can. Gitrog is the exception because it's a high powered near CDH list. But past that, it's like yeah. uh... I
1: I I was having this conversation uh, on Brian Kibler's stream uh, a couple days ago, actually, uh, about tutors and. I I found myself running less tutors like mm-hmm. outside of Primal Surge, mm-hmm. but I added Razakath to um, Celebrity Deathmatch, mm-hmm. but I have no way to cheat it in, and I have no real fodder mm-hmm. to sacrifice to Razakath to do the tutors. So the tutor comes at an, like an actual cost. Yeah. So I feel like there's a line to be drawn there, and I like I know we're like getting off the rails and yeah. everything like that, but I think. Like that's actually like a very interesting, uh, just a general resolution mm-hmm. for listeners out there. Like if you find yourself running a lot of like more tutors than you find yourself comfortable with, cut Take them. them out. Just cut them. Yeah. And and see how you enjoy the deck. If you if you find yourself enjoying it less, mm-hmm. add them back in, and like maybe find some you know if you find yourself. Still not enjoying the deck. Maybe there's mm-hmm. like something else at the root of the problem. But for a lot of people, tutors lead to less enjoyment for playing their deck.
0: I'm I'm glad you bring that up because I didn't write it down, but like I feel like that's something I want to do too, is, is add less tutors, less fetches. Um, because I used to not run fetches.
1: I cut them entirely from all of my decks. Yeah. I Just mean blanket. That is the best decision I've ever made.
0: Gitrog needs them. Gidrug needs them Sisse, I feel like she needs them, but like largely I don't really like to run them anymore just because it increases game time, but it just feels less. Yeah. I would, I would prefer more variables in my game, but that's just sure. my personal experience and my growth, you know, as a, as a player, my play style, it's just, I don't really, I don't really find joy in them anymore.
1: If you want more variants in your game, there are like, there are other ways to add variants to your deck. Yeah. Like, um, my, like, f- literal favorite card from from la- this past year, um, Protection Racket. Yes. It's, it's Sylvan Library, but Extortion, but Variance. Like, mm-hmm. adding more cards like that to your 99, where you still get a net benefit, but there's a mm-hmm. Variance to the benefit. I think, like, you can explore adding Variance to your deck that way. If you don't want to cut the fetches or playing, like, four or five color and, like, mm-hmm. your mana is janky and you want the fixing, there's other mm-hmm. ways to do it. But I think either adding more variance to your deck or adding a different type of consistency to your deck mm. is, could be something for people to explore. I mean, at
0: uh, worst, it's a deck building exercise. Yeah, genuinely. Absolutely.
1: If you find yourself not enjoying it, there's no reason to to explore it that much further. You like, you gave it a try. All the different resolutions that like we've we've kind of brainstormed for ourselves, are just give this a try. Mm-hmm. If it happens to not work out or if it's something that you don't enjoy, well you at least you get to say, I tried this and I actually didn't end up enjoying it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to like what I'm comfortable with or what I'm used to. We're really just trying to get ourselves out of our comfort zone and trying, trying to branch out, essentially. we, As magic players, a lot of times we find ourselves getting stuck in our ways.
0: Speaking of getting stuck in your ways, you have one resolution written down that I am desperate to talk about which what? is um <laughs> playing less green
1: and you want to play more green, more green. next year. So yeah, we're going to switch spots.
0: Yeah. So maybe you don't build,
1: maybe you don't build greenless primal surge. Maybe you like really <laughs> lean into the green for primal surge.
0: Yeah. Th- those 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 two resolutions kind of uh, attack each other. A
1: bit. Yeah, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. I I had this discussion Actually, last year, when I was talking to um, some Magic friends about mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions, um, and this, it was my thing about trying to play more blue, which we have kind of talked about. Like, I, I have played more blue than I was before. Like, literally, before this year, I had pretty much never cast a blue spell ever yeah. in, like, the eight years that I've been playing Magic. And we kind of realized, like, maybe my problem with blue... Is I was I wasn't approaching blue from a perspective that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Which kind of led to playing big blue stompy. Like mm-hmm. playing cards like Clone Legion and um Yeah, the, the blue... n- like the new Jin Gataxius that like doubles your spells and halves your opponent's spells and things like yeah. that. Like leaning into it that way. Like maybe you like you love big spells, you love Planeswalkers, like I, I don't know. Maybe you look at like Green super friends or maybe you look at like Big Green Spell Slinger.
0: I mean, Garrick, I could do something with like I think it's Garrick Collar of Beasts. I think is the one where you put green creatures from your. It it lets you basically get green creatures into your hand, and then you can put them Mm -hmm. into play for free with his minus. uh, I think it's minus three minus two. That's an interesting choice I could do.
1: There's also the. Oh, I, I know you're trying to like cut. You're trying to play like less tutors and like less like hard searches and stuff like that. There's a Vivian that's a birthing pod. There's a Vivian that minuses, that goes and finds a friend. I think it's Monster's Mm -hmm. Advocate. There's a Vivian that lets you flash, like all your creatures have flash. Yeah. It really lets you play green like a blue deck, like -hmm. uh, uh, like a flash deck, like a Simic deck that you're like maybe a little bit more comfortable with. But at the same time... Uh, I know we've had this discussion tons and tons and tons of times yeah. like I've I've said hey run flamebound accomplice in your in your Chandra deck No
0: no 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 no
1: Flamebound accomplice like green planeswalker decks yeah. gets absolutely absurdly so much fun though
0: Yeah I feel I feel like in green yeah so
1: like may, maybe the green planeswalkers was the missing link for you with flamebound accomplice <sighs>
0: I, it could and, it, be.
1: and it would still let you play a Chandra so you can, like, hit that quota for yourself.
0: I, I suppose. I think the reason why I feel so weird with it in Chandra is because, like, Chandra's value is kind of built incrementally. Like, it's kind of yeah. a big, like, you you go do-do-do-do-do and then big explosion. Whereas in, like, most Greens, Planeswalker decks, you're able to kind of do, like, a pretty impactful thing early on. Like, put a creature into play for free. Get yeah. creatures off the top of your library. Chandra's a little less less explosive Mm -hmm. than that, like you would think. It's just
1: explosive in a different way. Like it's more removal based or like card advantage based. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I'm like, I don't want to. Rather
1: than like creature advantage, like board tempo based. Yeah.
0: What's what's that Nick Jonas tweet where he's like, I came out to have a good time and honestly I'm just feeling so attacked right now.
1: <laughs> you're 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 feeling attacked because you know it's true.
0: That's what I because here's the deal. If you if you weren't if you weren't kind of resonating with me, I'd be like, oh whatever, it's fine. But like I'm like I've
1: thought oh. about this for like the past eight months. Okay. Like yeah. I've been waiting for this moment to present this argument to you. <laughs>
0: Listen, creatures, creatures are interesting. Actually, that does make sense considering on a stream recently, um, I was playing and one of my opponents um <laughs> was like, Chase doesn't attack. Wow. <laughs> it's surprising. Just you don't have
1: creatures to attack with.
0: I had creatures. I was just scared. I was scared to attack. All I was right. scared to attack and it's like, no, I have a big win or a ton of damage on board and I have minimal loss.
1: I like now now that you make me think about it, like Mhm. I almost want to like are are you a timid commander player?
0: <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be new year's resolutions, not sit, attack chase because yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, hey,
0: I'm timid. I'm timid. Yes, I'm very timid.
1: <laughs> and the funny thing is like you're a red mage. Red yeah. red is supposed to be the color of passion and aggression. Yeah. And you're like the least aggressive red mage. I've Ever met? This
0: red player has anxiety, okay?
1: <laughs> Psh, anxiety.
0: Anxiety. Put a little rainbow going, shwing. But like, I, here's the deal. Like, I, I feel like I'm a very cautious player. I I don't know, maybe timid, but I like to bide my time. You know, when I play, like I like to make sure that I can assure myself that I'm not going to have great losses. You you don't overextend
1: into the board wipe is what you're saying.
0: That's a big thing for me. I don't like to overextend. I don't like to swing big. And then suddenly I have like 10 creatures and I go down to two, you know, that to me, it feels like a loss and it's, you know, discomfort, but, um, I would say I'm a timid red mage if there ever was such a thing.
1: (laughs) Says the person who was actively trying to find a fiery emancipation artist proof last night. True story, by the way. One of
0: these days. One of these days. I'm going to get one. And it's going to be great. I will say.
1: That's a good news resolution for you. Yeah. Get more artist proofs. I'm going to get more. That's a New Year's resolution for me.
0: No, it wasn't. Because literally, as we were typing this, you wrote down, get less artist proofs, and then you deleted it. Don't- <laughs>
1: Screw you. <laughs> I realized that was so unrealistic that I changed my mind to get more.
0: Yeah, you went, what if I did the exact opposite of what I want?
1: If there was a passion project that I really wanted to like pursue more in the mm-hmm. upcoming year, it's work on the artist proof deck that much oh, more, yeah. but prioritize sketches. Uh, for the longest time, mm-hmm. I was really like, I was impatient, wanting to just like get artist proofs to get artist proofs. And I was like, oh, I can get a sketch later. No, get in line. Get in mm-hmm. line for those sketches. Exercise yeah. some patience. Chase knows this very well. I have, um, I'm coming to the end of an over two year wait for proofs from Anna Steinbauer. Yeah. And I've had this mantra of hey, you waited two years. It didn't show up in the mail today. You can wait another day. Yeah. I can wait six months for an awesome, amazing painting from mm-hmm. Elena Danner or something like that. Like,
0: and it low key kills me that you were like, I waited two years to get this artist proof. Meanwhile, I get super lucky and just Tokyo drift into someone's DMs to get one within yeah, an hour of from, um, <laughs> from, from the
1: same order, like leftover or abandoned from that two and a half year wait. Yeah, which, is, <laughs> but like, besides the point, like my my. To so like actually put a positive spin on this uh, resolution. My resolution is going to be to go out of my way to support more artists mm-hmm. any way I can and support more altruists the way yes. I can and like support people in our community that make our game as great as it is. Yeah. Like more more than just like the game itself. There's way more going on. Mm-hmm. Than the game itself.
0: Yeah, and it 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 really does. Like I cannot stress enough how it does go because your money goes di- d- directly to that artist, exactly. like directly. And it took me a while to realize that because you're the one who got me into the concept of artist proofs. Um, and like I, you, I take you, partial
1: res- partial responsibility. And you gently like gently bullied
0: me last night. You gently bullied me last night. No, the I money. talked you
1: down. <laughs> I talked you down. Don't. <laughs> Don't frame this. <laughs> don't don't paint me as the bully, as the enemy here. I talked you out of spending an extra like $180. Yeah,
0: because I, I was originally gonna get I was originally, <laughs> we were shopping for artist proofs while on the phone. And I was like, oh, I should get this uh like gouache painted 225, and then you're like, no, 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 do watercolor at like hundred and twenty-five, and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then you're like or you could go to this completely different artist and get this super cool ink sketch for like 65 or $70. And I went, you got me.
1: It wasn't even a card that you play that often. Like it, it happens to be in Chandra.
0: It happens in Chandra, yeah.
1: But I, like, I, I've literally never seen you cast Terolf. I've
0: casted a few times. I've casted a few times. I just never get him out when I need to.
1: Not when we've played, at least.
0: Yeah, there's like 12. Okay, don't come for me, but there's, there's 12 creatures there's 12 in Chandra. Cre-
1: Do you see my point from like 15 <laughs> minutes ago?
0: There's like 12 creatures in Chandra, but that's just because there's so many planeswalkers.
1: Yeah, you have 28 Planeswalkers in that deck or something ridiculous at this point.
0: And I do it again.
1: You're calling me out for playing like 67 creatures in Primal Surge.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I correct myself. There's 13 creatures in Chandra and there's 18 Planeswalkers. That's uh. balanced.
1: I feel validated right now. <laughs> okay like i don't
0: i feel like this is you, you you have proven my point for me i think i have that's scary but like that's that's part
1: of of like realizing new year's resolutions and like attainable new year's resolutions yeah because i think a lot of, a lot of times like you like you hear about the i'm gonna hit the gym every single week mm-hmm. three times a week yeah and like you're good for like three weeks and then you just abandon all hope. Like I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like so many New Year's resolutions are like that. So I feel like any magic resolution that I make, I need to be realistic about. And yeah. I-, I feel like we- we've we both made some like realistic resolutions, mm-hmm. some more than others. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll go from like 13 creatures into a de- in a deck to 18 creatures, but like that's still like almost that's a, a 50% step. increase. Yeah, that's that's, that's huge. Step. <laughs> but, so, like, that's a 50% increase in creatures for your deck, but that's a 5% increase in creatures for your 99.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I feel like also, like, as Magic players, a lot of the times we see, like, New Year's resolutions be, like... um play with X person or like yeah. get like a certain threshold. I don't know. Like I I used to be the person who would be like, Oh, I really want to collaborate with this person. I really want to do like this kind of content or I want to post yeah. this much on this platform. But I don't know. I feel like focusing more on the actual game for myself, or my resolutions. Cause like, if you have those kinds of resolutions, good dope for me, it feels a little like, I don't know. I want to have resolutions that impact my experience within the game, like yeah. a little bit more. Cause like I used to be, I used to just be like, well, I'm kind of set in my ways. But like I used to not really play red. The first deck I ever picked up was mono black. I was like, I'm a mono-black player. I don't touch black now, like
1: ever. Which is funny because the first deck that was ever recommended to you was Is It.
0: Yeah, it's weird, right?
1: Like you were literally like handed is it. In, as your entry point to the format.
0: Firemind, nif firemind, and now I have a locust yeah. god deck. Like what the yeah. heck? It's weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like for the for the longest time, like I I watch a ton of C E D H content. Yes. But I don't play I don't play a ton of like prim and proper like um deckless database C E D H. And I mm-hmm. I want to try and play a little bit more of that. Um, this upcoming year, like I've already picked out a deck. Like rebel is basically like giving me a deck on a silver platter because Mm -hmm. wild pile unironically plays one of my favorite boros commanders of all time. Adriana captain of the guard.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: And like wild pile plays the big stompy, like more casual creatures that I enjoy like Mm coma, like Adriana and, um, I think that's about it. Like otherwise, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's blue cards and and yeah. Throskios Pastios at at that point. Yeah. But like, I I want to find a way to play CEDH that's like my speed, so that I I can engage with that sect of the format that I don't engage with on like a personal level as much mm-hmm. as I do.
0: I don't really do jank. I don't really do CDH either. And I I had attempted to do CDH. That was one thing I did want to do. It was for last year, I remember. But the stream that I guested on was before Gitrog was kind of where he is at now. And I did, sure. um, I did, uh, what's the go- Godo? Godo.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's uh, I, I've, my understanding and like my experience is like that is a very well documented, good entry point for a lot of yes. players.
0: And it was good and I was able to do a cool thing. I didn't win, but like it was, it, it was because of that and me attempting to branch out into the, something that was unknown mm-hmm. to me that I found out I didn't like it, which is yeah. normal and good. Like just because a resolution doesn't turn out the way you want to, doesn't mean you didn't learn something or you yeah, didn't achieve exactly. something, which is also a good spin to put on it.
1: If you're able to say, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it, but I tried it. Like that's huge. That's, that's massive. I don't know if I'm gonna like vibe with CEDH itself but I vibe with the people that yeah. play it and I think that's a big thing for me like if I if I enjoy my time spending time with the people that play it then I'm gonna find a way to enjoy it yeah and like, I there there's no one that I love spending time mm. with more than people like Rebel or Cal it's Surreal the Um, the Snoop Thar guy and Mm -hmm. um, I've met people going to events. Ian, Ian's been fantastic, like a absolutely lovely person. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ian's the, uh, the Winota originator. Um, He's like just been a super spike at all these different events. They are like literally wonderful people. And I have loved sharing meals with them, Mm -hmm. but I've never, like I've never played commander with them. Yeah. I've never played CEDH with them. I would love, and this is not me saying, like, I don't want to collaborate with them. I just, like, I want to I want to play the, the part of the format that they enjoy because I enjoy spending time with them. And I think mm-hmm. it would be a fun excuse to kind of share an experience and, like, kind of understand more where they're coming from with the worldview of the format, with the philosophy of the format and stuff like that. I think that's something that, like, we, we both have expressed interest in is, like, Being more macro thinkers of Mm -hmm. of the format, I've been more focused on my experience Mm -hmm. the past year, especially as like I invest more time into it. I want to be more cognizant of other people.
0: Yeah, there's there's many multiple ways to to play the game that we play in the format that we play because we're really privileged to have that kind of experience where there's so many different and unique mm-hmm. ways to do things and, and people to play with and like, and this is something I've been trying to hammer home in general, especially on Twitter. Um, Like I've, I've talked about it a lot on Twitter, but like Twitter is such a small fraction of a microcosm of the entirety of yeah. magic oh, absolutely. of commander. It's just a sliver of, of a fraction of a percent. And I feel like there's so much more for us to be open to an experience when it comes to magic. But I think we get so kind of set in our ways and our experiences and our comfort zones too with the game. Like me with like my color preferences and my my card type I, preferences I'm and guilty
1: stuff. of the same thing as well. So Yeah. Like,
0: there's there's room just, for is. change. There's room for change. Yeah. So I think exploring that kind. Because again, like if you love CDH, dope. If you don't like it, that's also cool because you would not have known that had you not tried it.
1: I already kind of, like, engage with CEDH. Like, I, I I, have, like, pushed my Primal Surge deck to the almost limit of where it could go as a CEDH deck. Like, like, I I still don't play, like, Mox Diamond and Mana yeah. Crypt and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But... You know, all the, the relevant hate bears and hate pieces and stacks pieces and um, hardcore tutor effects like Sisei and Yisan. I'm playing all of that kind of stuff in mm-hmm. the current iteration of it. Like, it can hang with a CDH table. And it's not going to win every time. But, like, y- the expected win rate of a Commander mm-hmm. game is only 25% in the first place. Like, if you're only winning... of the time, like, you're, realistically speaking, like, still on par for the course. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to expect to win very often with Commander. And I think that's, that's, like, a good general resolution. I know, like, Mm -hmm. someone does have to win a a Commander game, but I think this is something that I always tell myself to get better at every year, and it's just, Mm -hmm. like, be okay be more okay with a deck misfiring or just not having the answer for something, not coming up with a win or being more okay with coming up short with something. Um, Just being generally more accepting of whatever happens, happens. You know, like you don't have to go out of your way to like always have the thing like, you know, it's okay to hold back.
0: I I'm really glad that you said that because that's something that I feel like I've worked on a lot and have experienced a, a great change in myself, but it's a resolution that I've I've written down because I want to continue to do it. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like yeah. maintenance is a high I, key. That's where a, I'm a at too. Thing. Like be less salty. And I know like that's, you know, like with the slang and everything like that, it sounds very intense, but like, you know, um, I've, I've done this on stream where like I'll make a very fatal misplay, but I keep the misplay because yeah. how can I learn?
1: We talked about this last week where like, yeah. You know, there there are times to run back a mistake. There are times to accept your mistake. Yeah. When your when your mistake is detrimental to your game plan or mm-hmm. detrimental to a win condition, we're probably not going to walk it back yeah. as a way to hammer home the lesson.
0: Like um, on on my stream tonight, I I cast a blood money because I was going to get a bunch of treasure tokens. I was playing my Cedric's treasure deck, and I did not pay attention to one of my opponent's boards. I was paying attention to two out of three of my opponents. Fatal mistake there because one of my opponents had double death triggers with um Ooh. aristocrats out. So uh we ended up losing 14 life and doodles went up to 52 life. And I did get treasures. I got 11 treasures. Um 11 treasures is not worth 14 life.
1: <laughs> well, especially when you're at 15 life if I remember correctly to start
0: with. Uh no, I was at a, I was at I was at like 20 something and I went down to like 12. <laughs> it was uh, really bad. It was really bad. What what
1: did it cost? Everything. Everything.
0: It did. (laughs) But like maintaining those really bad plays because you want to learn something or like if you lose, like being okay with losing is something that has taken me a while to get to, but I'm at a place where I enjoy it because I would rather have a crazy fun story than like a moment where I make people feel uncomfortable, feel bad because, you know, I lost. And like that's something that is, it takes a while to learn.
1: There's two best case scenarios to look at it. Mm -hmm. Scenario one. You lose and you learn something and you have, you know, like you made a misplay and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that next time. Number two, you lose in a way that you've never, ever, ever seen before. Yeah. And like those, those are the moments that I live for.
0: I do too. I
1: like, I love losing in a way that I have never lost before Mm -hmm. more than I love winning. Mm hmm. And even winning in a way that I've never won before.
0: This might be a super dumb thing for me to say quite, quite genuinely. Um, but you know what we're going to do, EK? Yeah. We're going to practice confidence, baby. It's not a stupid thing to say. And we, <laughs> you mean, you mean the,
1: exercise, the exercise that we went through for like four hours last
0: night?
1: I um, 100% agree.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like we forget that magic is a game.
1: Yeah. Oh. In 100%. general, I
0: feel like a lot of people in the community too, e- even people who like play play Magic for for content like us, or who do it just for funsies. I feel like we do forget that it's a game, and you re- you're probably like Chase, uh, it's a TCG trading card game. It's uh in the name, totally fair statement. But like I feel like our the more that we kind of get ingrained in things, the, we we tend to lose sight of the content that it is a game. Even though there's, there's a goal of victory and there's a process to it of, of deck building and stuff. Because here's the deal. I don't view Magic the same way that I would view, um, I don't know, Catan or like, uh, or like Werewolf or um, mm-hmm. any of the other board games that exist that I can't think of right now. Like, like not, not like chess or stuff, but like board games. I, I don't view them as the same in my head. But they're, they're games meant for enjoyment. But there's a disconnect there
1: the social contract of commander is less focused on the end result and more focused on how you get there. Mm -hmm. Whereas the social contract of Catan or Scrabble or monopoly is to be at each other's throats and Mm -hmm. like get the longest road or all of those sheep and goats or however you play Catan like
0: I've you're you're
1: there for you're there for blood like you're yeah. in it to win it.
0: Yeah, give me those sheep.
1: <laughs> Whereas, like commander, the intention is to just vibe with mm-hmm. with your friends for ninety yeah. minutes. I I don't know if I've necessarily lost sight on mm-hmm. over the last year, but I've definitely found myself getting caught up in the heat of the moment mm-hmm. more than I thought I would.
0: Yes, yes, Where it's just yes. Like. Yes.
1: like I have this. I have this if I want it. Do you actually pull the trigger and do it though?
0: Yeah. I've talked about that too on on this podcast of like – um, just cause you know, there, are, there, are, there are things that your deck can do doesn't mean you have to do them. You know, yeah. your deck is definitely I'm a not huge a sentient proponent in that. <laughs> you know, like you, you can hold it back. Like, um, that's why I really like my Elminster deck is that at a glance, the list is very terrifying because there's pieces in there, like dig through time and like expropriate and all that jazz, but I can play that deck one of two ways. I can go super, super chill and and vibe and get a bunch of tokens or I could go hardcore and reduce the cast of an expropriate from what, like nine mana to two blue pits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I could do
0: other, or it depends on how I pilot it, you know, and that's something, you know, like piloting the game, play, like kind of tailoring your deck to the table. Cause you know, mm-hmm. sometimes power levels might not match up, but you can still make your deck match up to that experience. And that is something that yeah. we have both talked about a lot um, and have learned.
1: That's Literally the point of ninjaless celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, it's let's play Havoc Festival. Let's play Crescendo of War, and let's just see what happens. Yeah, it meaningfully moves the game along, even if it's at the detriment to my own game plan. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're gonna have a memorable story and something ridiculous to talk about. Yeah, even if it's just that like, like that oh moment. Mm-hmm. of, that's a Havoc Festival. My life gain deck doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And my life total is not going to get any higher than like 145. That's just, that's just how it is. You drop the Havoc Festival and you're at 20 life. And you're like, I got two turns. Mm-hmm. This game has two turns. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. If I lose, I lose. If I don't, it's going to be ridiculous and fantastic. And even the people on the receiving end of it are still going to have a fun time. Yeah. And I think that's really important to keep in mind that even though someone has to win a -hmm. game, someone still has to lose the game Mm -hmm. and you still want them to enjoy themselves. You still want them to have a good time. I think that's so important. And the majority, the majority of players at a commander table are going to lose the game. Mm. So keeping that in mind is, is incredibly important. And that's Mm -hmm. just like a general, like kind of reminder, Mm -hmm. like even if it's not necessarily on my new year's resolution list, it's just, it's still going to be a resolution of keep your opponents in mind when you're a building your deck, but B Uh when you're playing your deck, I think that's so important.
0: I think so, too, because I've seen a lot of talks where and I've noticed this a lot and it's so difficult, especially when you're trying to convey tone, because I've been talking on Twitter about like, you know, making people aware of certain things that are in your deck, you know, the mm-hmm. concept of like, how much information do I reveal if it's too much information? And like a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to do that. Like, that's an OK thing, too. And I totally get it. But like, it's 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 not like, oh, we're you're you're being told to like reveal every single piece of information. Yeah, you don't have, you're have to give your opponent a life story. Yeah, and you're not, and you're not being asked to toy with your food. I've had some people be like, "Well, do you want me to toy with my play with my food?" No, that's don't not the vibe. It. Definitely not. Finish it. Like, if you have the win, you should do it. And I've had experiences on stream where people are like, "Well, oh, I don't want to do that, but like at the same time, game has to end sometime. You can play another game." It's just yep. it's 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 such a fine line that I find very interesting when we talk about this because like, you know, you don't want to make people feel like they've wasted their time one way or the other. Yeah. It's just it's it's just a fascinating conversation. Um, keeping your opponent's in mind is so important because you know um, you want to be able to play with people again. Like at the end of the day, that's what it is.
1: I correct me if I'm wrong. I like I, I literally cannot remember if this is a Sheldon quote or if it's a Scott quote. Yeah. For all I know, it could be a Toby or a Stibbs quote. The whole idea is to want to play another game. Mm -hmm. You know, if everyone's on the same page and that game happens to end quickly, Mm -hmm. if you still want to play another game, it means that first game was still successful, even Mm -hmm. if it only lasted like 35 to 40 minutes. Yeah. If you want to if you want to shuffle up and go again, it means you did it right.
0: It's just so weird that we're that I don't know. It's just so weird because it's a game and we're talking about a game. But like we're it's just the the weird analysis of it because we went I don't think we would be talking about like Monopoly like this.
1: Yeah. You know, like, it's
0: so fascinating to me.
1: We're going to have to do, at some point, I'm going to f- like make you do a, a game theory and, uh, um, uh, I'm so
0: happy you said like, this. Like,
1: like, like a social psychology episode about, you read my mind. Um, about magic and Commander in particular.
0: Well, I think our next episode should be called, like, the anatomy of, of, of the game. I think that'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah.
1: You legitimately have a master's in social work. I almost have a bachelor's in, um, sociology with an emphasis on strategic interaction, Mm -hmm. which is basically the sociology of game theory. I think that would be like the most fascinating thing. So if you're listening right now, (laughs) let us know if that's something that you like actually want to hear. Yeah. Because it's something we absolutely would love to do.
0: News resolution. Do that episode.
1: Uh, I mean, at the rate we're going, it's going to come out before the New Year's. So it's not even a New Year's resolution. That's a just a to-do list.
0: There we go. I like it. I live, laugh, love it.
1: I, I live, laugh, lightning bolt it, but that's just me.
0: Okay. Well, it's uh, not a competition, so.
1: <laughs> wow, that escalated quickly.
0: Sorry, it's my New Year's resolution to <laughs> to, to, be, to be a little bit more on my toes.
1: <laughs> We've been really hot and heavy with like mm-hmm. all of our resolutions. Do you have like a more lighthearted or like uh, um, just like an easygoing resolution that you're going to attempt to hold yourself to yeah. a- as we like kind of finish up?
0: Yeah, I got two. We're very, they're very yeah. chill, very easy. Number yeah. one is build uh, more older commanders on stream. I feel like a lot of them don't get a lot of love and we're so focused on the rush and the thrill of, of previous season and new things that things kind of fall by the wayside. Like, even Kadrick is a new commander, but people were like, what's that? They didn't notice it, but I really want to do old stuff. I think it'd be fun to, like, take a blast from the past. Like, Cedrus is an older commander. I think it's what from, what, Shards of Alara? Um, yeah. And he's he's pretty old, and I was still able to do something new with him, i.e. treasures. Um, so definitely that. And my other one is to... Um, Buy less secret layers because I don't need every secret layer, and I, but, I'm, I'm doing but, it already. But right. that
1: deck needs options. <laughs>
0: Here's the deal, though. I'm I'm taking a, a page out of Prof's book. And I'm buying singles because there have been a couple layers in the past where I'm like, I like two of the cards. Let me buy the whole thing. And I'm like, I have a binder, a binder dedicated to secret layer singles. That's how many I have. So it's would a you like? S-
1: would you sell off those singles, or are you going like are you gonna still hold on to them?
0: I like to look at them. <laughs> I like looking at them, but I should buy less of them. But for the ones I have now, I'm just gonna keep them.
1: That I I, I see the little ooh woo. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep them.
0: Yeah, Chase can treat. have a secret sing, layer singles as a treat.
1: Okay, <laughs> it's funny you say like build more old commanders because mm-hmm. the boomer in me made a resolution to build more newer commanders. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always been the the type of brewer I build old commanders that you expect one thing, and then I build it in a completely different way that you didn't know it was possible. Like Saskia mm-hmm. Storm or yeah. Najila wrestling Vorthos tribal, like that that whole kind of thing. I'm gonna try and build more new commanders. Like I've, I've built a couple new commanders during preview season for content, and mm-hmm. I sort of vibed with it, but I felt more at home, building like four-year-old commanders. That were mm-hmm. like overlooked or just kind of underappreciated. Yeah. So like I've already, I've already kind of started this. I built a Morrell deck uh, the other day.
0: Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Was
1: like was like I mean it, it, it's mono white soldiers. Like it, there's nothing nothing groundbreaking with it. But like I I built a new commander that has come out this decade. I did build Jatmere um, yeah. a couple months ago, but I yeah. built Jatmere in a very like 2016 sort of way with cards from 1998.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here trying to make use of some of the, the secret layer singles I have, and I have this Glissa uh, Sunseeker that I'm like, I can I can do something with this. I'm like, I can toss yeah. like a liquid metal coating and a liquid metal torque in here, and I can do some damage. Absolutely. Yeah, it's old, but the art is pretty and new. Therefore, I don't hate it. New year, new me, baby.
1: My other, like, kind of patty and, like, theoretically easy New Year's resolution yeah. is to, like, practice what I preach and, like, super aggressively Marie Kondo my decks. Like, I've been doing the burn it down sort of thing, mm-hmm. a la Dan and um, his amazing video essay um, that I'll probably put in the comment section so that you guys mm. can listen to it. It's literally life changing. And I like, I do it every year. I like take apart all my decks and I rebuild them, but I just end up rebuilding them back to where they were. Mm -hmm. I actually mean this, like the Tiamat deck that I've been staring at for like four months and I've played once, Mm -hmm. take that thing apart, (laughs) finally take that thing apart and like Mm -hmm. do something with those cards. Cause there's like good cards in there. Like, even if it just becomes a different kind of dragon deck, like, I've I've maybe thought about turning it into a Dragonstorm deck, which would fundamentally change how the deck works, mm-hmm. and I'd change the commander. That's at least something that I'm more compelled to pick up and play. Like, basically, this is a call to action. That deck that's been sitting on your shelf for, like, two months, three months okay. that you've played Listen. once, just Listen take now. it apart. Listen just take now. it apart.
0: I'm, you have to stop attacking me. I'm tired all right i've got I've been through a lot this hour long
1: <laughs> This is an attack an attack on you. This is an attack on like ninety percent of commander players. Okay. Everyone has that deck. Do what I'm doing and just take it apart mm-hmm. put the put the the foil lands that you that you've been keeping in that deck in the decks that you actually do play. Put mm-hmm. the bling in that deck into the other decks that you actually do play. Mm-hmm. Take it apart, re- reassemble it as a deck that you might actually find compelling. Mm-hmm. Take away a color from it, add a color to it, just switch it up in a way that you actually feel compelled to want to pick it up and play it. Because doing nothing, just sitting on your shelf,
0: or you can even give yourself just a weird theme and see if you can do it. That's how yeah. I say was born. Yeah, was I had a binder and a dream and a feeling of defeat because i'd spent so much money on um, <laughs> like, layers i was like i need to do something with this and i did and now it's one of my one of my more fun decks and i really do enjoy it a lot but like you know giving yourself a restriction or like you know encouraging yourself to like take something apart and see if you can put it back together again in a new and interesting way is very interesting because i feel like we get um comfortable in our decks and we forget oh, that there's yeah. some things Gosh, like yeah. uh, there's curiosity crafter I forgot that was a new card and I'm like oh I could put that in locust god and now I'm just staring at my list going what do I take out it just I don't know It, it, it it's different but it's not
1: all right I'm gonna leave you I'm gonna leave you with one final off-the-cuff question and I'm gonna answer mm-hmm. this around the same time that you do okay so you said that you wanted to build an old commander yeah and like you mentioned glissa but I yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm convinced that Glissa is going to be that first commander that you build. Yeah. So what's that first old commander that you're going to try and build? And I'll tell you what that first new commander that I'm going to try and build is going to be.
0: Oh, my God. Got it. Got it. Okay. What is it?
1: What do you got? Um,
0: it's green. So you're going to love it. Yeah. Um, Autumn Willow.
1: Who? What? <laughs>
0: autumn willow do they do? from notorious set homelands um she is four and two green uh with shroud and i can tap a green until end of turn she can be the target of spells and abilities controlled by target player as though it didn't have shroud
1: okay <laughs> okay I think
0: she's i think she's weird and she's old like old old
1: I, I I have my old, old what if commander, and that's his Azen Tamar. So, Like I get it. Like yeah. that era that era of legendary creatures is just something. Yeah. So I I get it. I support you. I love that mm-hmm. journey for you.
0: I've gotten older though. And I actually have wanted to build yeah. it and I have a list and I think it doesn't suck. Um yeah. skeleton ship.
1: Oh you I remember that deck yeah. building stream that you did, and you yeah. built it, you liked that deck and I you did. were like getting, guess what? you were getting cards for it.
0: I like the skeleton ship because there's a pirate riding a turtle on it. And I just think that's-
1: i I'm here for it. That's a vibe. What about you? I think my new commander that has come out since 2020 that I'm gonna build is oh God, this is tough. What should I do like what do you what do you think i would I would like?
0: You should do burn. Do burn. That that feels very out of your wheelhouse.
1: Big burn? Because I did Rem Corollis for a hot minute, and that lasted like a month. You know what? I bet you there's going to be a really, like, because of, like, March of the Machines and um, the return to Phyrexia, we're going to see a lot of our favorite characters from other planes. And, like, honestly, I think the reason why I am gravitating towards older Commanders is Is because I absolutely adore uh, like old Ravnica. I absolutely adore Tarkir. I absolutely adore um, like Alara and stuff like that. So like we just we haven't been back there, but because of March of the Machines, we're like maybe gonna see a lot of these characters come back. This New Year's resolution of mine isn't gonna be solvable until March of the Machines. Mm-hmm. Because because of the nature of that set, like this whole Avengers Assemble, but it's the creatures of the multiverse rather than the planeswalkers of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's gonna be something that stands out from I, this year that I'm gonna want to build.
0: I I just thought of the a, a deck theme for you to build around after the yeah. Machines Canon Dead in Lore Tribal.
1: Oh my <laughs> no.
0: Gideon, um, whoever <laughs> dies in Phyrexia, yeah, Venser, um, that's that would be pretty great. A Johnny, Tommyo, pop, pop uh, them in there.
1: A uh, uh, Johnny and Tomio aren't dead though, they're just completed.
0: Okay, well, I mean, in the zombie apocalypse, if someone's bitten by a zombie and they turn into a zombie, they're technically dead. And on that chipper note,
1: <laughs> thanks for listening to the show this week,
0: yeah. Have you ever had someone make eye contact with you nonstop while they did their outro? Well, that's what it feels like to drive a Ford F one fifty. My name is Chase, also known as Curves, and I'm a Commander content creator. You can find me everywhere at Curves where I uh, stream. I stream on Twitch, where I do uh, Paper Commander gameplay and deck building, and I write articles for Star City Games.
1: And I'm at Ek Place Cards on all of the things. I work behind the scenes with all of your favorite content creators, like and Bot and the Casual Magic podcast, and Ailey and Olivia and elder dragon hijinks so if you're supporting them you're supporting me at the same time and i really appreciate it uh you can find this show on all of your favorite podcast platforms like anchor fm spotify all that kind of stuff apple podcasts and you can also find the show on youtube which you're probably watching at this point and if you're still listening and watching at this point It's not too much to ask for you to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment, all that kind of stuff. It helps us defeat the evil algorithm overlords and uh, help us assert dominance and achieve world domination.